Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we'll be talking about how it's easy to be lost in thought and what we can do to bring our awareness back to ourselves in these moments. The story that we'll be discussing this theme is called The Centipede, and it comes from the book Wise Tales from the East, compiled by Uri Kaplan. Here is how the story goes. A green frog sat on a rock and watched a beautiful centipede walking by her along the bushes. She couldn't believe her eyes. A hundred legs, what amazing body control. Each of the centipede's legs would step right at the right spot at the right time, and the centipede moved rapidly without a worry in the world. Hey there, centipede, the curious frog finally called out. How do you do that? How do you manage to walk so nimbly with so many legs without any of them bumping into each other, without tripping or stumbling on your own feet? The centipede stopped and stared blankly at the frog. I never really thought about that, he said. I guess I just lift each leg at a time and step it forward. It just comes naturally to me. The centipede was so lost in thought after this conversation. He deliberated, calculated, and considered the movement of each of his limbs. But when he tried to start walking again, something was off. His numerous legs got tangled up. And now they were all kicking one another, stepping on each other's feet. Finally, something that never happened before took place. The confused centipede tripped and fell to the ground. I think the story is really funny because we have seen centipedes and the elegance and grace which with which they can just move 100 legs so seamlessly is truly a marvel. But also, if we were a centipede and we had to actually coordinate each of those legs, we wouldn't move very far, would we? Because so much energy would be spent trying to figure out how things happen rather than getting things done. And of course, this is something that happens very often in real life. Recently, I was contemplating about the nature of arguments between two people, specifically because I had gotten into arguments and I wondered to myself, why? Why do we need to get into arguments? Also, what makes a bad argument bad? How is it that we get lost in the argument, lost in the words, that we completely lose sight 
of the purpose of the argument to begin with, you almost get to a point where you're angry for the sake of being angry rather than actually getting to a resolution or reaching a conclusion that's necessary. This is not to say that arguments and being lost in thought is bad, but if we allow ourselves to think too much when it comes to different problems and different situations in life, we also have the chance of becoming like the centipede in the story, tripping up and being completely confused as to how to actually do things moving forward. At the end of the day, I think it really is about a balance, finding the balance of reflecting on a topic, but also knowing the limits of reflection. There are so many problems in life. There's so many things in life that it doesn't matter how much you contemplate it. It's not going to go away. So really, after reflecting on it for a certain amount of time, we have to push ourselves towards understanding that the only way to combat this problem, the only way to resolve it, is to look towards the practical reality of the problem. In the case of the arguments, what I realize is whenever I'm getting into an argument and I feel as though I no longer understand the purpose of the argument, this is a really good time to take a break and reflect on why. Why does this argument need to happen? What is the problem we need to resolve? And what is the fastest way to resolve this problem? And by focusing on the problem and not on all the words that have been said, all the hurtful things that have been exchanged, and just simply apologizing for any hurt feelings that you've caused and hopefully getting an apology from the other person, you can just clear things up and stop letting all of these words make you completely lost in what should have been a clear and straightforward situation. And this is a recurring theme for sure in Buddhism, because in the story of the Buddha, the Prince Siddhartha, after he renounced his throne, had wandered from teacher to teacher, looking and looking and looking, thinking and thinking and thinking about all sorts of ways to gain enlightenment. But it wasn't until they meditated and actually applied the concept of the middle way that they gained enlightenment. At every point in our lives, there is always this danger of ending up like the centipede. Thinking is not necessarily a good thing, but thinking and believing that your thoughts alone can solve your problem, that thoughts alone can essentially let you find all the solutions you need in your life, as well as towards other people, is not practical and not realistic. That's why, just like the centipede had originally seen with their legs, they have to see the big picture. If something is happening naturally to you, is it really necessary to have to microanalyze and find every single step involved? But also, 
if you find yourself being lost in thought, if you find yourself being lost in words and emotions, is it then a good time to take a break, to take a pause, take yourself out of those words, out of those emotions, out of that moment to simply breathe and ask yourself, what is the purpose of this discussion? What do we really need to accomplish here? As the centipede needed, was it really necessary for the centipede to simply walk to get to his destination or to understand how he was doing the walking? I would say that it's definitely the former. He just needed to get to his destination. And thinking about it is not harmful per se, but if all he did was think about it, he wouldn't be able to get to where he needed to go and things would not get done. And this is very, very similar to real life. There is real wisdom in reflecting and thinking upon the things that are happening to you and also reflecting on things collectively with a partner or with a friend or, or with a coworker. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we have to be practical and realistic and balance the power of thinking with the power of common sense and the power of just staying grounded and being real about the situation. If we have a problem we need to solve, it's more important, I would say, to reflect a little bit, but stick to the problem, the restrictions of the problem, and how to actually solve the problem rather than all of the nitty-gritty intricacies of the problem itself. Of course, this is not really pertaining to mathematical problems, but more or less problems between people, problems within yourself, the type of problems that are sticky and uncomfortable and often allow you to be lost in thought because there is no end to the problems. There is no end to the variables that are involved in these kind of problems, what I like to call endless problems that never truly seem to end, that have no easy answers. This is where it's better to think about the solution and how we can immediately solve the biggest problem at hand. And if that problem cannot be solved, how can we reduce the discomfort or the negative repercussions of this problem immediately as soon as possible, which gives us more time and more energy to contemplate long-term solutions to this problem rather than simply thinking and thinking and thinking, trying to think the problem away. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you're able to have a joyful, healthy, and happy week ahead of you. Until next week.